0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fire to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey
2: everybody, Arch here, and we are talking Fantasy Football Week 2. What is going on, Max?
0: Uh, not much. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I, i'm trying to I'm trying to savor this football season, all right? <laughs> so So by mentioning week numbers, it always freaks me out because every single week when you add another number on, you're getting closer to the end, and it's, it's kind of like a a symbol symbolism of life, right? so let, let's just say another week, another entertaining week of NFL. let's not, let's not imagine a week number. Okay. We'll have to do that.
2: OK. Panther, It's another week of the NFL
0: another week
3: but it's my first week of getting to talk fantasy uh we had reception issues last week so um looking forward to this and uh should be fun all hey,
2: right what's going on uh I, not run line rich what, what are you in the nfl what am i in the nfl what, oh intendant no <laughs> <laughs> now I, I, what,
4: what can i be i can be a fantasy line your, your fantasy richie Rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's exactly what people want to say yes especially in a 95 percent male audience so rich how'd you do last week did you come in did you hit anything
4: no i just missed on a couple of teams i was right on a couple of uh picks with um scotty miller being some good value that you had to own josh jacobs that uh, matt ryan would be the number one in terms of passing yards and I don't know if there's a guy who gets more hollow stats than Matt Ryan in the Atlanta Falcons, but they'll probably put up some more hollow stats this week against the Cowboys. Maybe they'll beat them, but we'll talk about who wins the game in the uh, in the NFL show.
2: Yeah, we'll talk about that. So I guess we're going to jump into it. Who do we like this week? Rich, why don't you take the stick and we'll go from there. Who do, who, who do you like? Who do we need to have? What's the game we need to to keep an eye on? Well, I think what you want to look for in the, in terms of
4: these is stacking your quarterback, wide receivers and uh, or tight ends in which guys give you value. So, and then you have to have like a level of confidence in what you're doing. So, the the the, the combination, this is a, a shocking combination sort of to me, but the combination that can give you some really good value at a, a very low price. But here's the, what's your confidence level? Teddy Bridgewater and Roby Anderson together. Um, I have them projected to score 50 points between the two of them. And you'd only have to pay $11,000 for that, which would free up a lot of money for some of those high-priced running backs, high-priced wide receivers, high-priced tight ends. So that's a a value combination uh, that I'm taking a look at. What What do you think about that, Panther?
3: I don't hate it from a value perspective, but I can usually find value in other places, particular tight ends and defenses. So I'm actually willing to spend some money here and looking at a quarterback receiver combo. I love this week. I absolutely love Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. After that Lions defense made Mitch Trubisky look like a borderline Hall of Famer. I can see after Rodgers' performance last week, he's playing pissed off. Devontae Adams is damn near unguardable. I can see a monster numbers from these two. So I like the Green Bay Packers and uh, those two in, in my quarterback wide receiver combo. Max, you got to say here?
0: I, I actually, uh, I don't hate Rich's play though, uh, but Bridgewater is one of those QBs that going into the season that uh, I I, I kind of circled and said, Hey, you know, let's see if he can uh, pick up uh, some momentum uh, from, you know, when he was in Minnesota and then he's, he, you know, he looked really good when he was on the jets and, and then he, you know, he became the backup slash starter for the saints and looked really good in that role, Uh I think, I think Matt rule knows how to work a quarterback and, and that's, that's going to be in uh, Bridgewater's favor here. Right. So um, yeah, I, I, like that. I want to yeah, circle a good
2: value. Yeah. I just wanted to tell you guys, we're circling that the car- I just look at totals and that kind of helps me determine what I'm thinking. Uh, Caroline Tampa base, 47 and a half total in that game. Uh, Green Bay Detroit, 49 and a half. And we'll say Baltimore Houston are 52 and Atlanta-Dallas is 53 as it sits right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the Cowboys game, that's another
4: one where you you can get pretty good value in terms of stacking your quarterback in, in, in wide receiver. So the two guys that I would think about putting with Dak Prescott are either Amari Cooper, which is the highest scoring combination, I think, between um, him or CeeDee Lamb. With the tight end getting knocked out for the Cowboys, uh, Blake Jarwin, a lot of folks expect Ceedee Lamb to take that over the middle kind of route tree. So I think Ceedee Lamb showed. I think he was he was tied for targets with um, with uh, in the Cowboys game against the Rams with Amari Cooper. So Dak Prescott's definitely looking for him. He's got some nice acceleration after the after the catch. So that's another combination in terms of stacking quarterbacks and uh, their wide receivers that I'd be looking at is is Dak and uh, Ceedee Lamb. Panther.
3: The American 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 I don't, I'm telling you, I'm putting Dak Prescott on probably one of my players to avoid, to be honest. Um, one of the ones that I like is Monday Night Football. The Raiders get to open up their new stadium and they get the high flying Saints coming in. And so I expect Derek Carr is going to have to throw the ball. Josh, I mean, they want to run the ball, but I don't know how you can keep running Jacobs if you're behind two or three scores. So I, I think I might like Derek Carr and the rookie Henry Ruggs here. Henry Ruggs can flat out fly. And I think Derek Carr is gonna have to throw there's some value here you can get them both on the cheap so I like uh, Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs for a value play
0: yeah l- looking at the Dallas one I, I bet you you know take, taking taking CD lamb is probably gonna cost you less than getting Amari Cooper I uh, do you think the ceiling for Cooper to score more points is is higher but I don't know by how much more (laughs) honestly I I think (laughs) think there was some really good chemistry uh between Dak and and Lamb there um in in game one and uh from what I heard in practices that they've been connecting really well uh you know that the the top defense guy is gonna probably target Cooper until you know further notice so I I kind of like the Prescott Lamb combination over uh the Cooper one save you a couple bucks what do you think about Goff and Woods? Uh, Go- Goff and Woods. I mean, again, like uh, Cooper Cup is 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 the the safety blanket, the safety net for um, for, for for Mr. Goff there. Uh, but yeah, Woods looks good. Uh, you know, I I actually have um, uh, the, the the Rams tight end. Uh, um, it's uh, uh, Tyler uh, Higby on on my bench, and uh, you know the Rams don't play a lot of throw to the tight end. Uh, and, and and they didn't in game one, and it's just not part of McVeigh's offense. So I would avoid pairing up Goff with a tight end. You're definitely going to look at the two wide receivers, and that's going to be Cup and Woods. If you're getting more value with Woods, absolutely. I I think you know, man. Uh, it's it's against Philadelphia, and Philadelphia made that uh, huge splash at, at in their secondary uh, by by trading uh, w- with the the Detroit Lions, and you, you know that. Again, C- Cup's going to be targeted by every single defense person on the, on the backfield for uh, the Eagles. I do think that uh, that Woods is probably a, a little bit slightly higher of a value play than, than Cup there.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I like Cooper Cup. He was kind of um, not targeted a great deal in the last game, but Woods probably brings – more value, and as <laughs> the uh, redskin potatoes showed, you can get to that eagle secondary. So, um, yeah, I I can concur with that one. Uh, Golf and Woods.
2: Man, the more I dig into it, the more I like Dak this weekend. Man, his price is sixty eight hundred DraftKings, which is not too much. I mean, that puts him at fucking Josh Allen level. <laughs> I, man, for for a team that looks like they're going to put up a lot of points, I think that might be the play. Am I that mm-hmm. off, Rich, or no?
4: No, I think that's one of the top plays uh, is the Dak either with Amari or Dak with C.D. I just think C.D. has – he's younger. I think he's he, hes definitely bigger. He's faster. And I expect that you're going to see this young man emerge as the Cowboys' number one wide receiver before the year's over. One other combination that I think you're going to have a high-scoring game is the Tampa-Carolina game. And old man Tom <laughs> – is he going to rebound? I suspect he will rebound. And I think you can get some really good value. And one of my top value plays for the for the week is going to be wide receiver Scotty Miller. I brought him up last week. But Brady just loves those underneath guys. And, and I don't think he trusts Ronald Jones to catch the ball. I don't think he really trusts Leonard Fournette to catch the ball. I think Scotty Miller is taking over that James White role in the Tampa Bay offense. He's going to get fed a lot of those little passes around the line of scrimmage, get seven, eight targets a game. If he catches six of them, he's got good speed. I can see the kids getting six to seven catches every week like clockwork. 70 to 80 yards, and if he can throw in a touchdown at 4100 bucks, I think that could be a really lethal combination this weekend. Panther, thoughts?
3: I, you know, I'm just I'm gonna wait and see with Brady right now. Um, He's got the best wide receivers he's probably had since Randy Moss. uh, So I'm not really gonna subscribe to the theory that we're gonna be just doing all this dinking and dumping with a bunch of running backs that they really haven't established. It looks like Jones is the guy, but do we anybody? really think he's going to hold on to that job um, Fournette only had seven touches I think he's still learning his way around the offense and Shady McCoy is supposed to be their pass catching um, running backs so, you know when it comes to the Bucks, I'm pretty much in a wait and see I suspect as we proceed through the season that he will use Godwin and Evans more than he'll use his running backs
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I mean we, 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 with Brady um, his coach coach Arians Called him out. I mean, as a, you know, this it's something that he's probably not used to being called out like that in public. Uh, mostly because Belichick just doesn't, doesn't like talking to people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Belichick would have called him out because he's got the balls to do so, but he just he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know what that's gonna do to Tom, uh, and his relationship with Arians and and being like publicly called out like that, uh it was almost a chicken shit move on Arians. I'm going to say this. Like, I I get it. Like you want to maybe motivate your QB or whatever, but so he looked fine in practice. Come on, man. You're basically saying is like, Oh, well, you know, uh, like uh, I I was confident he was going to do well in this game because he was doing so well in practice. Like, it just seemed like a bitch move on Arians to call him out like that. So we'll see how he he bounces back. I think Tom, again, uh, he overall has the, the set. It's, it's definitely declining each year. Uh, but he's got way too many weapons for him not to have the potential to put up some numbers. So um, I don't love him this week. But, uh, yeah, I could see the theory of him bouncing back for sure.
2: Yeah. DraftKings has got him right with Lamar Jackson as far as projected points, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah, And so. he's a fraction of the cost. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess avoid Lamar Jackson. Find uh, Dak or Tom Brady. On your team, well, Lamar is the top projected
4: in terms of uh, on my rankings this week. The mm-hmm. top projected scorer, I have him putting up uh, 36 points. But you're going to pay up a lot for him at quarterback. So it's the same thing like in running back. If you're looking at, for example, um, you know Christian McCaffrey is always going to cost you five figures. But this week, I think we can find uh, better value in some yeah. other running backs. Uh, two that I have in mind. Uh, that are not anywhere near as expensive, and I have them at the top of my board. I have uh, Raheem Mostert and Derrick Henry as uh, two real solid running back plays that you're not really – I mean, you're paying more than the average price for Derrick Henry, but you're not really paying up a lot for the production I think you're going to get this weekend.
2: Who are the Titans playing? Tennessee? Or uh, Jacksonville? Yeah, they're playing against Jacksonville. Oh, against the future MVP of the league. At fifteen thousand to one, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that doesn't come true. Then uh, Tennessee might have to throw the ball quite a bit. So, yeah, uh-huh, for sure.
3: Uh, Derrick Henry, as long as you can get him for you know not Christian McCaffrey type money, I mean, how do you how do you hate a guy that gets thirty touches, right? If, if you just base it off volume. he.
0: Guess who's back, back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ it's proud to say that we're. Once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the non-stop action of March Madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones the best part about my bookie you can bet on anything anytime anywhere use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today
1: say goodbye
3: He really wasn't that productive when you when you put all the thirty one carries for you know a buck fifteen thereabouts. But I'm not going to argue. You can give a guy thirty one touches. I want him on my team every single time.
0: Let's see,
2: Max. You got a feel for that Tennessee Jacksonville gamer? No? Uh,
0: listen, uh, if you're looking at running backs that that are going to put up numbers, uh, Henry, ever since Tannehill uh, is at QB, has just been. Absolutely amazing. I don't I don't know if it if it's him whispering sweet nothings in his ear or something. It's it's just ever since Stan Hill's t- taken over. Uh maybe it's because there's an actual threat of a pass being completed when Mariota was back there. there was always that's like, <laughs> ah, you know, they're not gonna complete a pass, so let's just, you know, just uh, just stop the run here. Uh he is absolutely one of those guys that I love uh as as the cornerstone of your running back uh, core. Yeah.
2: Raheem Moser is
0: playing the Jets
2: this weekend, though. At only sixty four hundred dollars draft uh, DraftKings salary, that mm, might be the player right good there shot to
4: do well. Another yeah. player that you might want to look at too is Jonathan Taylor in the running back spot. He's uh, with Marlon Mack out. He's going to be the guy that gets the ball, and he was targeted uh, pretty highly last week by Phillip Rivers too. And you're not really paying up a lot for Jonathan Taylor at fifty seven hundred. So I, I think he's another guy that can definitely put some points on the board for you, and, and you won't be paying up for him. Yeah,
3: yeah, I completely agree with that. Not only him, but Nimes Ward uh, is kind of the pass-catching running back. He put up pretty good numbers once Marlon Mack left the game as well. So either one of those Colt running backs, I suspect Jonathan Taylor is going to be the uh, bell cow between the tackles and Ward's going to be your pass catcher. Um, But, yeah, either one of those guys, they need to take some pressure off of Rivers so he's not throwing to the other team like he did last week. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny to uh, you know uh, the 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 problem I do have with the Colts is that they do have multiple options. If you know it, it, injuries are going to play a role this week, I mean you're going to look at Pittsburgh, of course, with James Conner out and and you know uh, circling Benny Snell's name, of course, uh, there. But you know uh, with, with the Colts. Yes, they've been pretty much like ready to move on from Marlon Mack, which is sad. <laughs> they had a, such a solid year last year. But mentally speaking, they were like, we're ready to move on from Marlon Mack. Now he gets his injury, and he's a free agent. So they definitely are moving on from Marlon Mack. It's just really is who's going to pick up that mantle in, in Indianapolis. And they have a couple options there. So uh, flip a coin and pick the right one. <laughs> Let's let's talk about people to avoid at all costs, and we'll start with Zeke.
2: How <laughs> about eighty two hundred dollars rich? Come on now. Well, I think Zeke's going to have
4: a good game, but as I mentioned, I think you're going to get some better value mm-hmm. in uh, Raheem Mostert and in Derrick Henry. Um, I know this is going to be kind of crazy, but I think that Christian McCaffrey is a fade this week, not because he won't get points, but because he probably won't score. I don't think he'll be the number one running back, and you have to pay the number one price to get him. And Tampa Bay does have a really solid run defense, so I think he could struggle to find yards on the ground. He'll have to score his points in the air, which I I think he can do, but for $10,000, I would
2: definitely look elsewhere. Yeah. Panther, who should we avoid this week?
3: Uh, man, I'm going to Thursday night. Uh, he was a complete no show against Baltimore and he's a head case. Odell Beckham for the money that they charge for the name. He does not put up any numbers. I think he was good for like four points last week. I would not touch Odell Beckham jr.
0: Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny too. Is You know, we're, we're looking at people to avoid. We, we, we kind of talked about one of them. I don't like Matt Ryan this week. Like, I really don't uh, against the, against the Cowboys. I think Cowboys are going to be uh, a little pissed off uh, from losing that game, a winnable game in week one, I will say. And I think their defense is going to take it out on poor Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I certainly that. hope that would be the case. Yeah. Well, you certainly hope that's going to be the case. I don't really care. I hate the Cowboys. So yeah. <laughs> I really hope that Matt Ryan shreds them. But, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, the, the Matt Ryan thing's interesting because you know they so they got Todd Gurley and he looked good enough, but if they're going to be con- constantly down, that defense is going to put up any more resistance, then you know Matt Ryan's going to throw the ball 50 times. He had three 100-yard receivers. I mean, think about the money you have to spend on a Julio Jones. And, and you could have got the same numbers from a Calvin Ridley and, and the third wide receiver's name escapes me. But uh, if he's going to have to throw that much, you can probably find some value in those Atlanta wide receivers.
4: Yeah, Russell Gage is the other guy for sure. Yeah, and he he's definitely a value guy. The thing is you need touchdowns, and he's going to look for either Calvin Ridley or Julio Jones in the end zone. Uh, maybe he'll involve Hayden Hurst this week, who he didn't really involve last week. And I think, too, that this weekend um, – This is going to sound nutty as well, but I think Andy Reid really is kind of fascinated with the new running back, Hilaire, and they ran pretty heavily last week. I think they're going to rely on the run again this week. And as much as you got to love Mahomes and his set of wide receivers, you know, Tyreek Hill wasn't really all that involved last week, minus a touchdown. I, I can see them trying to run the ball and control the clock again and perhaps those Kansas City players might not live up to you know, the, the hype or, or what they've normally done
2: because they actually have a running game they can count on. It's one of the more extreme line movements. The, the Chiefs-Chargers game opened as a total of 50. It's 47 now. So it's well, trending down.
3: Yeah, I would still like the over because you, when you look at the Chiefs, you know, I'll, I'll probably talk about that particular drive all year long. They, they had a, a, almost a 10-minute drive. Um, they only had three possessions in the entire first half and scored on all three, you usually get three possessions in a quarter. So this is a little more that mad genius, Andy Reed thing where they know they can score. Pat Mahomes can go out there and score in 90 seconds. If he wants to, he's trying to give us defense some breathing time and they're doing that with Clyde Edwards Hilaire who ran the ball. He really wasn't part of the receiving part of it. I think he only had two targets. Um, But as far as running the ball, I agree with rich. I think he's going to get his 20, 25 touches and they're going to still show that, Hey, we can dominate the clock if we want to give our defense a break. And if the two minute warning or whatever push comes to shove, that aerial assault that is the Kansas City Chiefs will still be there to shine. I still like them to score thirty plus points almost every single game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I have uh, in in my standard league, I do have Hilaire as as uh, one of my running backs. Uh, sadly, partnered up with someone who I don't really love this week is is, is Mark Ingram for uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Who again, Houston did put up all those numbers against Hilaire, so in theory, has an opportunity to put up more numbers against. Uh, someone like ingram but with, with the, the 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 split uh at running back uh in baltimore it's it's, it's big question mark there um as it comes to the chiefs and that would be brilliant that'd be absolutely brilliant if, if they just lean on the run and and let people just forget about pat mahomes for a little bit because th- they'll pay for that they'll pay for that if, if, if you know th- their defense started looking really really good last year and if they can keep their defense healthy and fresh uh by by running the ball and eating some clock. I still agree with Panther. I still think they'll put up like 30 some points.
2: <laughs> but is it a void for fantasy? Just kind of maybe hang back from the Chiefs this week?
0: I I mean, listen, you're going to overpay for Mahomes no matter what. I mean, you're gonna yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, uh, uh, that's it's a it's a bad statement to say. I mean, you're going to pay for Mahomes. You know, yeah. it's, it's you're going to pay a lot for for someone like Mahomes where I do think you can find better value mm. at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can find uh guys that are going to put up uh not not esque numbers but if if the run game starts eating away at mahomes uh you know uh, uh throw a t- you know his throws and and so forth uh you know and and possibly some red line uh touch uh you know touchdowns uh, like uh, red zone touchdowns it, like it, it could it could it could be something to look at to say like you know do i want to spend this money on mahomes when i i could you know do some of the things that that rich is saying at quarterback
2: right exactly all right, so we hit on who to avoid, who to hit. Um, Rich, a question for you. When they set the salary, does that fluctuate week to or like day to day or is that locked in stone? Well, like, once they set it in stone it's in stone for the week, but it the does week. yeah, but it does change
4: from week to week, week based to week. upon performance. Yeah. But so like
2: if, if I set yeah. if we set a lineup today, the price is still going to be the same come, you know, Sunday morning? Correct. Okay, that was yeah. It
3: it has to be because if you set your lineup today, I can't get better value on Saturday or Sunday morning setting my lineup. So the price, the price for the players has to stay the same um, for the for the week. And then you know, like Rich said, it'll it'll come change on Tuesday when the new week starts. All right. Well, that's. I think they
4: actually have an algorithm that sometimes can be um, exploited. For example, you have um, Benny Snell Jr., who you know is now going to be the lead back in pittsburgh because connor is hurt as connor tends to be and you're not really paying up a whole lot for benny snell at forty five hundred dollars to get a lead back so he's probably somebody that you can look to as value as well and and is there anybody more fatable than saquon barkley
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, and the Benny Snell thing and the Jonathan Taylor that you mentioned before, that brings me back to where we were talking about that quarterback-receiver combo. I can afford Rodgers and Devontae Adams because I love the value on Taylor and Snell. Like, You're not going to find better value than getting bona fide starters who are going to get their touches for damn near backup money.
0: For sure. All right. yeah. about, uh Real quick, uh, yeah. talking, talking about another value play. Uh, is James Robinson uh, worth a sniff? As a absolutely. value
4: play, mm-hmm. yes. absolutely. He actually yeah. played pretty well last week. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. If they weren't if they weren't behind the whole time, he had 16 carries, but it was for 85 yards. So he played really well. So it wasn't lip service that they were giving him. And he just like the other Taylor and Snell, you can get him dirt cheap.
0: Real cheap. 4, yeah. Forty four hundred 4, bucks. bucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I kind of like him. I I mean, listen, I I like Malcolm Brown and I I think uh, what he did against Dallas and and the fact that, you know, we know McVay likes to get running backs involved and the Eagles, I think, can be uh, ran on. But I think you're getting more value with someone like Robinson at that price, as opposed to what you'd be paying for Brown.
2: All right. That's probably a good place to uh, wrap it up. So, Max, that is it for fantasy.
0: Hey, that is it. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can also get the DGEN's app for Android or iOS. And on that app, you can listen to us. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, Podcast, Addict, tune in, and Podsale iheart iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. I'll say it. It's week two of the NFL. Womp womp. Final words, Rich. Yes,
4: run line Rich is now your fantasy, Rich. <laughs> uh, scary stuff, but just the image. Make sure you tell your friends about us. We put a lot of effort and a lot of work into putting these rankings together. And you know we, we don't charge for them like a lot of the other people do. So you're going to get great value in that respect because it's free. So let your friends know about our rankings on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Panther, time to take us home.
3: I pulled over on the side of the road to make this one happen. I didn't want to miss this show this week. Um, real quick, one more name. I don't even know how we got through this entire show without dropping this name. So Michael Thomas is going to be on the shelf for quite a while. So if Emmanuel Sanders' numbers didn't get outrageous, which they shouldn't have, um, probably big value in Emmanuel Sanders this week as well. But uh, I post my daily fantasy, usually Sunday morning, uh, put together a lineup. I know Rich does some stuff. Uh, me and Max are both in leagues. I wind on 1-0 in week one but uh you guys know the deal get on the app get on the website let us know what you're doing with this fantasy stuff post your lineups um i won't have any quarterback questions this week i will not take newton over aaron Rodgers a second time but you guys tell us what you're gonna do and when it's all said and done make some money fools
1: information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations